Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the His and Her Rewatch podcast, where we watch movies that he likes and watch movies that she likes. I'm the His, Caleb, and with me, as always, my loving wife, the Her, Megan. Megan, welcome back to another episode. Yeah, thanks for having me. Here we are again. Here we are again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you know what episode we're on? Um, Take five? your time. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> this is riveting podcasting. You pausing <laughs> for 45 seconds to think. No, this is actually number seven. Oh, wow. Number seven. I knew seven. it was an odd number. At least I knew that. Well, the, yeah, because it's a his That's episode, right. right? That's right. <laughs> his episode. So we're at episode seven. It's exciting. I got to choose this one and made you suffer through it. That you did. <laughs> all right. Before we get into all of that, we'll do some do some little stuff. Uh, you want to talk about our uh, social medias? Yeah. So we have Facebook and Instagram, and Instagram is at his and her rewatch that's a n d for the and and then facebook is same thing his and her rewatch but with the and symbol in between the his and the her and we also have a google podcast now yeah so which got- by the time you'll be listening to it it'll listening to this we would have had it for a few weeks now <laughs> yeah probably about two weeks i yeah. think um yeah, we got all of our, we're hitting all the majors now. Yeah, you were I think, super proud about that one. I was proud about that one. I couldn't figure out what the world was wrong, and I figured it out. So uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, where we get most of our stuff. We have uh, pod- That's where most people listen to, let's be Yeah, honest. yeah, it is. Um, I got a couple of Spotify listeners. I saw a couple extra downloads on that. So we got nice. po- Apple Podcasts, Podbean, who is our provider, who who, put, who puts that out on, every, on the other sites. But it's Spotify, Amazon Music iHeartRadio, and the newly added Google Podcast. So is that all of them now? Can we say it's we all the majors? All I think there's other ones you can add, oh, but really? I'm like, I don't even know what some of them are. But I mean, everyone listens on Apple Podcasts, let's yeah. be honest. That's where it originated from. Or at least that's where I think it originated well, from. I, I could be completely wrong. Well, that's just, yeah. Everybody has an Apple iPhone, except for the weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> the now you just Android. offended like half of the it's population. It's like, probably like 10%. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't, know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyways, I hope you find it. Find us out there. Hope it's easy to find and listen to. So, we'll uh, move right along. So, I do want to ask you. Since last week we talked about all your movies that you like to rewatch, what are the TV shows that you can turn on and like to rewatch? Yeah, besides, maybe we besides should... the Office. Yeah, the Office <laughs> is always on. Shoot, I knew you were going to ask me this question. Now I forgot. Oh, you said you had it. Well, I did. I had a couple, but they're really not. Okay, so I guess shows that I would watch by myself. Yeah. Um, kind of like reruns. I would do Catfish is one that I like to rewatch a oh, lot. Oh, Catfish on MTV. Yeah, Catfish. I'm a huge Catfish fan. I've been watching it since it came out. Um, I would say... I don't know, like, because Catfish is kind of like The Office, I guess. Not like, I'm not like That's a similarity. I know, but I mean, like, you can just come in and, like, kind of understand what's going on. Um, and Catfish is like one-offs, like, the episodes are one-offs, so it's not like it's, like, an ongoing story. Oh, but, okay, so but, like, a lot of times I will rewatch um, shows, but you have to, like, start from the very beginning to rewatch those, if that makes sense. So a big one for me is I love, re- I love watching um, Gossip Girl. 
That's a big guilty pleasure of mine. Didn't you get Ella into that show? I did. No, 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 not no, Gossip not Girl? Gossip Girl. Not yet. It's oh. not. It's not. That's not age appropriate. Her. No, definitely oh, okay. not. Um, but I think I've seen the whole show three times. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I just love that show. I think it's really really well written. Um, but um, there was another one that I was trying to think of. I know I like. I'll go I to you first while I think about yeah, it. Thinks about it. I know I like to watch. I mean, everybody likes to watch The Office. It goes on everywhere. Uh, Parks and Rec oh, yeah, is that's a really good one. one. Yeah. And then I always like How I Met Your Mother. That's one of my oh, yeah. favorite sitcoms. It doesn't come on TV anymore. No. And they took it off Netflix, I think, right? Is that uh, where I don't we're know. watching I can't it? Rem- uh, I know it's on Hulu. Oh, oh okay. Maybe that's where we were watching it. One time. Yeah, I'm not sure. And then I like, I rewatch Smallville. I think I've mentioned that on this TV, on this podcast before. I think I'm probably on the third time re- um, rewatching it. The Flash it. too, right? Don't you watch that? I will watch those uh the first several seasons of Arrow and uh, The Flash from the CW are really good seasons. It gets it gets a little um, not as good in the later seasons, but the first several seasons I love to watch those of Arrow yeah. and Flash and and Smallville is a guilty pleasure. So yeah, I thought of the other one. Go, I know what? you're gonna give me a huge eye roll, but um, I love watching America's Next Top Model. I don't know why. I just, I love watching it. I love watching it now because I, wa- I watched it when it was actually on air a long, 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 long time ago. Um, but now I, re- I I rewatched a lot of them last year and the year before as a photographer. It's very interesting to watch um, and kind of look at it from that perspective. So yeah, that's another one that I would love. I just love rewatching. Yeah. I find it hilarious. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. You're a little, you do like those reality shows i do i love i love watching the reality shows to competition shows yeah well i mean they're just easy to get into they're not it doesn't take a lot of thinking and it's one of those i my schedule is so packed as it is i just want to sit and veg out and not really think and that's why i like to watch them those are that's that's what those shows are for yes yes (laughs) and i and i like to multitask while i watch shows too so that also helps (laughs) that's not a lot of thoughts (laughs) But uh, but yeah, so moving into our movie of today or right. of this podcast, yep, the um, one we're highlighting tonight and talking yeah. about. So, what movie was that that you picked? Oh, um, yeah. So I picked um, Office Space. Office Space. Yes. So I didn't even write that down there. Where I'm like looking at my notes. To, oh, you forgot? Find, well, it's just not right here. Well, it's I office, usually title is it, it Office Space or the Office Space. No, it's, it's just office, office space. space. Okay, office that space. was my first question was because I kind of got confused with the office, which this is not. So, um, okay, so I have a question. Okay. I think I know the answer to this, but I wasn't sure. What was your first job? Oh, my first job. Oh, I was, well. Your I, first ever job. My first well, ever job. I mean, job, like legally. <laughs> legally. Well, legally and illegally <laughs> because uh, I, I did sheet metal work. I worked at I oh, okay. I did that for years because my dad uh, was president of a sheet metal company, and I started working in the shop when I was 13 years old. And I, like I said, illegally because I just got paid under the table. Um, and then I, I worked sheet metal until I went off to college, and then came back. And yeah, that was uh, like almost 10 years, right? Well, I did that for several years, and then I went off to college, and then came back and worked at a cell phone store for a year, and then I worked back in sheet metal for, I think it was another two years, and then that's when my dad started his own company, and when I started working in the office, 
then. And so I've been doing that for, was it now almost, was it 13 years almost? So, gotcha. So yeah, I did sheet metal work for a long time. Yeah. You didn't have job. too many jobs. Like you, you held a job for a really, really long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't venture out into the, into the, you know, looking for jobs in my own, you know, different careers. Yeah. Did you ever have to do it. that? Like have a resume? Uh, I've had a resume. I've, I've written them out for different situations, and I think I put it out there before resumes. But I've never had to. I've like never had to. Like I've never a legit had to, interview. Yeah, uh, not when I was in college. But I was. Those were like I did a restaurant job, and and I did um, just another small business. I just worked for another small business, and it was. But it was nothing. Yeah, I never had to go search out these big corporation jobs and try to get a, um, you know, a lot of people have to do that, but I never had to do that. What about you? Yeah, I've had a lot of weird, random jobs. Most of them you're aware of. Um, my very first job ever, I worked at Atlanta bread company. I was the worst job ever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the, um, I mean, the work was fine at this staff was just horrible. Um, but I mean, I was 16 when I had that job. I think I worked there for about a, I don't even know if it was a full year. I think it may have been like six to seven months. And then um, I forget how, oh, I had a friend um, and she was in my youth group. She was a youth leader. She got me a job at a local um, the bakery. Basically. Yeah, I guess bakery kind of thing. She was, she's a big deal. It's very Vera. She used to um, have a shop where she made cakes and then she had like a cafe and I worked there through um, high school and then after I graduated for a couple of years when I was in college and then um, I moved on from there. I worked at your dad's work for a little while as well when we first started dating. I worked there and then... You were there when I was in college. Yeah, yeah. For for two or three years I worked there. That was fun. <laughs> a lot of just mindless things um and then i ended up leaving there your dad was like you gotta go do your own thing <laughs> which it was fine i understood um it wasn't for me and so was it there that i went to the answering service job i think it was so, i think so i don't think yeah, there was anything in between that but that yeah. was like that was my first you were still job. in college. I was, yeah. So that was were, my first. You had like weird hours. Yes. Yeah, so that was right after we got the, married. I think like when I was in the moment with that job, I did, I hated it. I mean, I liked it. It was okay. But um, I had, looking back, that was probably the coolest, randomest job. So it was an answering service. I would go at like four or five o'clock in the morning and I would work my shift and I would be done by like 10 a.m. And so I would come home go to like take a nap and then sometimes I had classes um but like that was our first year of marriage because you had yes. you still had another year of college before after we when we were married yeah two a year or two I think maybe three not I don't <laughs> yes remember. it took me five years to get to college <laughs> it was a long long road but uh, I worked full-time so that was one reason why but yes yeah, so I think I worked out job maybe not even a year and then I worked my last job, which was um, at the Burn Center. I was a transcriptionist. You did that for several years. Yes, I did that for almost seven years. Was there. it that long? Mm -hmm. It was a long time. And I loved that job. I really did love that job. It was super easy. Um, I worked a year at home after we had our daughter. And then um, 
that was probably your biggest job as far as the biggest company you worked yes, for. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, were, that was probably more of the corporate yeah. world that yeah, we'll we had talk HR, about. we had, you know, we had coworkers, we had several bosses. Yes, we did. <laughs> we did have several bosses. You know, we had nurses, doctors. Um, but yeah, that was a really cool job. I learned a lot, learned a lot about medical. I went in with no experience whatsoever. I typed fast. <laughs> that was pretty much my only, um, pre prerequisite going in, but she liked that about me is that I was very teachable. Yeah. You were trainable. Yeah. I'm a good speller. So that was part of it. But, um, but yeah. And then I ended up having to leave that job because we ended up having a third child <laughs> And then I ended up being a stay-at-home mom. And then now I'm an entrepreneur. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah, you've, you've had a lot more work experience than I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind sure. of random. But, yeah, you've uh, gone from mindless data entry work to running your own business. and That's just true. And doing all kinds of stuff. And yeah. So I did. That's why I liked working there because it was mindless work. I would listen to books on tape. I would watch shows. and okay. I mean, because it was... I mean... We, I did do transcription in the beginning, and then ended up we just had a service that did it for us. So and I did all the editing. Yeah, we did editing, and then we had um, data entry and um, spreadsheets and all that kind of fun stuff. But fun. But yeah, good times. Yeah, but so. now let's talk about the movie, The Office. No, not The Office. <laughs> I knew I was going to do that. You wish. The uh, office, yeah, God, the office, office the, the movie. movie. Oh, yeah, I wish it was Office uh, the movie. No, yeah, um, we're talking no about Office Space. Office Space. <laughs> From Mike Judge, creator of Beavis and Butthead and co-creator of King of the Hill, comes a movie about people who go to work. <laughs> who are part of a team. And remember, next Friday is Hawaiian Shirt Day. Okay, but I could the building on fire who respect their boss we need to talk about your flair well i have 15 15 pieces on 15 is the minimum brian for example has 37 pieces of flair on today <laughs> and a terrific smile and need to escape i don't like my job this is the uh 1999 cult classic office space We'll run through some of this this is i found some stuff interesting uh and how it came about to be a classic a cult classic, but this was really released in February uh, 19th, 1999 with a budget of $10 million. And you can tell it's a low budget movie. That's low budget. <laughs> $10 million. Yeah. That's low they budget. spent $10 million on this film. <laughs> I mean, it didn't have very many scenes or very many different sets. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And this movie, kind of high. this movie bombed at the box office. Uh, it ranked like 130th in 1999. Wow. It made only $12 million. Oh, man. Yeah, Ouch. it bombed. Uh, they were hoping it would get... They The director and stuff thought it would be a good word-of-mouth movie, but it just never could get traction and stuff. So, um, so how did it become a cult classic if it bombed? Well, good question. Thanks for setting, <laughs> setting up. Yeah. I mean, I'm also, I'm, I, I'm honestly curious. Yeah. So what, what it looked like happened was that Comedy Central, the television broadcasting Comedy Central, uh, they picked up this movie and they Just ran it. They played the heck they, out of it. They played it a lot and it got a lot of traction. And they then they released, because it was doing well on Comedy Central, they released the home video and it did really well as a home video 
um, release. So it's so interesting. So it became because of Comedy Central, it became like a cult hit. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, I won't get into the movie that came out in 99, but there's some good movies that, that year. But I looked at it and I looked at some lists and stuff. And it's, I saw some lists that it was probably one, it was one of the top like 15 to 20 movies of 1999 now. Like right. How they now. now it yeah. is. So it, then it bombed, but it's become a cult hit and That's a lot of people like it. And it, it's got some smart comedy, but it's, it's not. Not big budget, not big names. And there's some reasons, I think. That might be one of the reasons that it didn't do so well. But there's some um, reasons, I think, that it didn't quite do well at the box office. But now, this is a like obviously a, a, a satire comedy. More like a dark, kind of a dark sar- satire comedy. Yeah. And, um, do you enjoy those type of movies? The kind of the... I, I yes and no... It's kind of a hit and miss for me. Obviously, I love The Office, which is kind of the same. It's not dark, but it is satire. I guess, I don't know. I don't, it depends. It's a hit and miss for me, too, I would think. Yeah. Um, and obviously, for us, for us, we do not like rated R movies, a lot of, you know, excessive cussing and yeah. nudity. Just or just depressing. Or, or anything that has, that's very... Um, it's like raunchy. We're not really into the raunchy comedies and stuff. And and some of the some of the dark side of comedies are hit and miss. But uh, so so had you seen this? Um, you said you saw this before. Or are you not sure? I, well, looking or back, I was TV? trying. Yeah, I think that's where I saw it because I was trying to think where and I would have seen it. And I'm I'm sure it was on Comedy Central or, or in the in the television version of of the movie. And so that's really the only. I don't remember when I've seen it and how it became. Um, when I saw it all the way through or how I enjoyed it. But I just remember there's several scenes in here that just play over and over in my head. And this movie kind of reminds me, and you might can attest to this, but it kind of reminds me of like a movie that would get better as you watch it. Kind of like Zoolander or like Napoleon Dynamite or something that it's just that like weird um, comedy that's just smart writing that then you kind of, understand it better as you see it several times and you're like that's that's pretty funny and, i can see that yeah uh that's what i mean i remember like zoolander was a big one that i remember walking out on that movie really yes i went with some friends and it was not what we expected uh i think a lot had to do with it and then we just we walked out of the movie and i don't ever walk out of movies yeah like and then later on i'm like this is a funny movie this is yeah, actually I've really always good loved zoolander. yeah i know it's one of we like to watch together yeah. i do believe that i've watched it on TV and all the time. So, so, so you had never seen it before, correct? No, I have never seen any clips. I've never seen, I mean, I probably have seen like a meme. Right. I, I know some of the quotes, but, um, not really. Though. Not really. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's what this is about, right? Finding good movies. Just to be clear, I do not think this is like a five star hit movie this isn't on the same level but i think this is a good funny um simple comedy um that's just kind of really relatable to a lot of people and just the understanding the 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 way they get the the corporate culture and office culture and how they hit on so many levels i think is hilarious and it's just 
I think that's why a lot of people relate to it. They're like, right, this yeah. is right on. This is dead on. Yeah. This is. They feel like <laughs> they feel like Peter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now, now Mike Judge, he was the writer and a director of of Office Space. I'm gonna the Office. You <laughs> you got me messed up. I'm gonna the sorry. Office. No, but it, he was the writer and director of Office Space. Uh, he hasn't done very much outside of he was the creator of Beavis and Butthead. And he was the co-creator of King of the Hill, the TV mm-hmm. shows. And I did know that. You did know that. I did know that. I think yeah. it did say in the front in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I did notice that when it came Which across the I movie. Which I kind of understand. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. So he actually did you. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but he plays the Stan, the um, the manager of the um, what's that place called? The oh, Chotsky's. Uh, yeah. Chotsky's. Uh, yeah. He's the manager. He plays the manager that talks about the flair. That's hilarious. That's him. That's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either until I looked it up. So that's funny. Then we have, uh, Ron Livingston as Peter. All right. We'll try to move on. We have dogs barking in the background and growling. So hopefully it doesn't pick up on the microphone, <laughs> but Ron Livingston as Peter. A lot of this cast I noticed are not big names. Even now, they're not really big names. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Ron Livingston. He was like in, he's known for The Conjuring adaptation. He was in Band of Brothers, which that that's one miniseries I really uh, need to go watch. They, when they did, when they casted this movie, they were unsure. They, they kept going back and forth on trying to get some big names. Like they were wanting to go after Matt Damon at the time, but Judge saw Ron Livingston's. Um, audition tape and said that he was great for the part um, so Matt Damon could have done the role it probably would have been a lot more expensive they probably had to go up on their budget yeah <laughs> I would think so so yeah they got they had uh, Jennifer Aniston she came in uh, and played Joanne and she was the only household name yeah. that's on this they needed they needed out a household name so they got her well did you know that she filmed her part for in two weeks Really? Yeah, I, I read that. that. That's um, funny. Yeah, I read that. She, she filmed all of her scenes in two weeks. I'll be curious on how Probably how long. she was on Friends. So she probably oh, had, right, yeah. Yeah, she had to leave Friends to come do this. That's true. I don't or know was, where. She could have been on summer break at the time or whatever. Could be, yeah, yeah. And I, I guess, yeah, Friends is filmed in New York, right? I don't know where it was filmed, actually. It could have been all. I think Friends is filmed in New York. I mean, it's based in New York. I don't know where the. It probably is. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah, I think it is. Or maybe maybe on a set. Right. But this film Most was. Of it is. This movie, um, Office Space, was filmed in Texas. It was filmed in an office space in Texas. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I was trying to figure out where. The, what office it was in, but mm-hmm. it didn't say. It just gave an address. <laughs> so I guess it was really like an office space. Yeah, it was an office space. Yeah. <laughs> For like temp work or something. <laughs> Now, what is your favorite Jennifer Aniston movie? She's, oh man, she's been in some good stuff. Spot. Yeah, so she's done movies like Murder Mystery, which is a pretty good hit yeah. um, on Netflix. They have the Murder Mystery Two as well. We Are the Mil- Millers, Horrible Bosses, Just Go with It, um, The Breakup. Uh, she was in Bruce Almighty, and then obviously she was on Friends from '94 to 2004. She was in. 234 episodes yeah. of the Friends. That, that That's just, that's still mind boggling to me. Yeah. And we're not super big Friends fans. No, like, we'll I'll watch pr- it if it's on, but it's not like. And I appreciate the, oh, movie, yeah, the show, but yeah. like I, I said, I think we kind of not... missed that. Like, we, we grew up watching How Much Your Mother. Like, I mean, not grew up, but that was what we watched yeah. when we were, I feel like, of Friends age. <laughs> that makes sense. Like, well, this in movie, our 20s. Right. Because you graduated in 04 when this movie. I mean, when Friends 
finished airing. Right, right. And so, and then we kind of get it, got into our own sitcoms that we liked together after we got married and we were like kind of settled down and had our, you know, more home life. Cause I think before that, you know, working in social life and school and everything like that. And yeah. now we can go back and appreciate that. Yeah. But, I've watched, I've watched many episodes of friends though. Yeah. Especially, um, <laughs> sad thing to say is I used to love watching Nick at night and then friends ended up going on Nick at night, which made me feel really old. <laughs> I was like, yes. Wow. Friends yes. is on Nick at night now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know if you had a favorite, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, no, I mean they're no. all good. Of course, I love Bruce Almighty, and I love the one. Is that the one where she's she plays Polly, and she's with um. Oh shoot! Is that the one? Um, what was it called? Along came Polly. Yes, that one. Oh, along came Polly. I don't remember seeing that. Along came Polly. Who is that in that one? I'm gonna look this up. This is uh oh Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, that's oh, right. I think I have seen that. Yes, you have. We've, yes, seen, it, we've seen it yes, together. Yes. See, she's got the ferret in the in the picture on that's there. That's right. Okay, I'm with you now. I don't know if it's a blind ferret, it's just like a dumb one, but it like runs into things. <laughs> and then like he can't have spicy food. Anyways. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she's just really funny. She does make movie. a lot of those uh I guess they're kind of like rom-coms, yeah. comedies. She ha- she has a lot of raunchy sat- satire there. Like the past ones, like Horrible Bosses is so raunchy. Oh, we Are Millers is. Yeah, we haven't even seen that. Well, I've seen bits and pieces of it on pieces TV. Of it. Um, yeah, she's done a lot of work. I mean, she's definitely out of the cast of Office Space. She is by far the... Um, the most well-known, yeah. Most well-known and, and got a lot of stuff. And most of the cast, looking through it, most of them do a lot of like voiceover work nowadays. So kind of interesting. We have uh, Stephen Rod as, as Milton. Well, I, I was told that I could listen to the radio at a reasonable volume. He's so funny, Milton. He is so funny. And he plays uh, in Dodgeball. I think he plays the same character in Dodgeball, don't Probably. they? Probably. <laughs> they said that uh, when I was reading about this movie, they said that the glasses he was wearing, he couldn't see a thing out oh, of them. Oh, yeah. Because they were real. That's so hilarious. he couldn't see anything. But he, it's so funny. That's so funny because his eyes are noticeably larger. Oh, for like, sure. It's magnified. magnified yeah. It's so magnified and it's comically magnified. So it's great. And then Diedrich's barter or batter uh, as Lawrence, the neighbor. He's he's been in a lot of stuff. He does a lot of sitcoms yeah. and stuff. He's he was in the Drew Carey show and he was the dad in American Housewife. Um, he was in Miss Congeniality too. And I was trying to remember what part he played in Napoleon Dynamite. But he was oh, in Napoleon he Dynamite. Was, um... Na- Na- Napoleon Dynamite for the audience is one of me and Megan's yeah. movies. Well, it was one of the first movies we saw when yeah, we were dating. It yeah. was the first movie we watched, went and saw at the theater together yeah. when we dated. And we didn't know anything about it. We're like, no. I'm like, wow, what a great... So we know we both liked it and it was super dumb and we, we belonged together. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it has a special was, place in our heart. He was one of the guys that... Um, I think it was when she was selling the Tupperware or something. I think that's what it was. He was one of oh, the husbands. Oh, he was the, the workout guy. Workout guy. Yeah, he that's right. He was the right. workout guy. That's right. That's right. He had American pant, uh, <laughs> American flag pants. <laughs> yes. Is that right? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, all right. And like I'm the white beater shirt. I think yes. the white shirt. Some kind of white yeah. shirt workout guy. So that's hilarious. So yeah, he does a lot of good supporting roles like that. Um, he's one of the guys you see in it. You know, he just he just nails his, his part. We'll get back in. We'll go into some of the other guys when we, we talk about them. Um, so let me ask you how you felt about the movie. This is your moment to <laughs> to bash or be nice or praise the movie. I don't know. Well, I felt like I 
I feel like I just, I just didn't get it. Didn't get it. Okay. I didn't get it. I mean, it it has funny parts. Um, I have some memorable scenes I wrote down. I just, there weren't very many laugh out loud moments for me. And I don't know. I was like, sometimes, sometimes I'm like, I feel like, okay, is this movie just above my head? Did I just not get it? Or is it really just stupid? You know what I mean? And yeah. I love stupid movies. Obviously, we like Napoleon Dynamite. We like Zoolander. We like The Office. Those funny, just dumb movies. So that's why I just couldn't figure out why I didn't like it. I think a lot of it was just really dry. And I guess it's not slapstick humor. Yeah, definitely not slapstick. It's just kind of a smarter comedy. Right, um, which makes me feel like I'm just not. Well, I don't think it's I that. Just don't some, get it. Maybe it has to do with how it's relatable, and maybe which, the pres- and I've worked in the office. Like I totally get it, but I mean, I guess because maybe it's the presentation of the shit movie. That- well, it's just because to me, it's just been done before. Like maybe back in 1999, you know, it was funny and original. But to me, it's like, okay, yeah, paper jam in the copier, haha. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's been done. Like. People always talk about that. That's just part of being in the office, you know. Right. But it's the reaction, it's the how people feel and the relatability to some of that. And then, you know, the that part isn't the funniest parts, but it's the it's like getting I found, that culture. I found those funnier, like the little moments were funnier than the plot. Like the plot to me, I just did not get it. I just didn't get it. I was <laughs> I just don't understand. Like Which part? The part that he that he gets hypnotized and doesn't care anymore or the part where they're uh, trying to steal the fractions of money from the company. Both. I think (laughs) like I get like, okay, I get the point where he he's miserable. He wants to get hypnotized, blah, blah, blah. I didn't really understand what he wanted to get hypnotized for, but then he gets hypnotized to, he ends up just like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know, like, what he, what his attitude was. It was kind of like he just didn't care anymore. But it wasn't even that he didn't care about his job. He didn't care about anything. Like, he didn't care about embarrassing himself in front of, you know, Jennifer Aniston. He didn't care about. Well, he didn't care about how, if she wanted to, like, he know he liked her. And he wanted to ask her out and said, so, but he was too worried about it. And then because he was hypnotized, he's like, I don't care. Like, I don't go talk to her. And if right. she comes and she doesn't, I don't care. That's what I'm doing. And you I know? get that. I got right. the whole part. I got the whole part of him, like, not caring about the office. I got that. And I thought that was funny. I guess I didn't care. I didn't understand the purpose. I don't. I, you're right. I don't understand the purpose of them stealing the money. I just didn't just, think it was very funny. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> like, that's I just fine. didn't think it was funny. I mean, I thought it was really the stupid. Idea, the idea of it isn't the funny part. It's the execution and w- how they get away, kind of away with it and gets covered up Like, I feel like it could that. be funny. It just wasn't delivered in a way that I found funny. You right. know what I mean? Like, I, I find that ironic and kind of quirky and goofy and whatever, but it just doesn't i don't know maybe it was the actors maybe it was the writing maybe i don't know i don't know what it was like i feel like someone else could have done this movie better and that sounds really harsh but i just feel like and again maybe it's the times i don't know you know here we are you know almost 20 years later and it's just not funny to me (laughs) but i did have some good scenes like i liked the um the hypnotherapy th- scene was funny. I think funny. that was funny. I think the idea. Yes, of being, that was pretty funny. I like that. The uh, idea of being hypnotized and then the person that's hypnotizing <laughs> to get you out of the hypnosis, like 
something happens, like in this case, dies, and yeah. so you're not able to take out. Which That's just find, funny idea. That's funny. I found it funny that he just kind of the hypnotherapy just wore off. Yeah, I guess it just wore <laughs> off. And I don't know how if so that's how hypnotism works. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you believe in that kind of thing, yeah, I don't something know. took him out of it. Most but. people don't. Most people believe that you won't ever snap out of it until like someone says the code word or whatever, right? Or, you know. Um, well, you just said I snap my fingers and then yeah, you go count, back yeah. and then you feel much better and then it just never did it, which is funny. That's a good. That's a good. That's just good. Yeah, comedy. and I like that. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. I thought that was that was original. I think your reaction during that part was funny because you were like. <laughs> Is he gonna die? Is he having a heart attack? And he's <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and I really like the scene with the bobs and Peter. Okay, every scene, <laughs> no, every scene with the bobs is the best. I love the bobs. The they bobs are, are the so best. Funny. And okay, I'll say that I didn't I appreciated the bobs a lot more this time watching it than before i think i was like this bob the bob scenes are the best yeah they're, well, you the just best wanna, they're so likable like uh-huh. and i think it's a nice contrast with um what's his name leonard no which one lombard lombard, lombard, yeah, lombard yeah. yeah i know sorry with an l sorry um it's a nice contrast with lombard because lombard is so exhausting and <laughs> just disgusting you don't even yeah. want to and like, he played that so well like yeah. he plays it perfect to like where you disliking is like right yeah yeah the I'm way he talked and- you to move your desk back a little more <laughs> well no it was just a lip smack and then, I yeah take it anymore. yeah uh well i'm just not sure about that right now and it was so condescending the way yeah. he acts and stuff to everybody uh yeah the- so the bobs were like a nice you know, fresh air. Fresh air, yeah. Yeah, but no, I loved, uh, I loved how honest Peter was, and it wasn't, he wasn't, you know, rude. He was just honest, and they loved it. And they were like, he. That's my only real motivation is not to be hassled, that and the fear of losing my job. But you know, Bob, that'll only make someone work just hard enough not to get fired. He is management upper <laughs> management material. But I, I, I agree. Like he's not one of the minions. He's not just following along with whatever Lombard said. Well, I mean, at the time he did, he yeah. didn't. But you know, before he was. But I think they. And he puts all the dirty really laundry out. He puts all the dirty laundry yeah. out there. He's like, I come in 15 minutes late. I come in the back door. I think they appreciated his honesty. He's yeah. like, I, honestly, I only do about 15 minutes <laughs> of actual work. And that is uh, that's pretty fair. For, yeah, that's pretty accurate for most office. Offices, I think, that most employees only do about 15% yeah, a week. Yeah, that's so funny. I have a, a quote from a friend of mine. I told him we were doing this movie. Tim, okay. Oh, yeah. Movie, uh, I told Tim we were doing this movie. And I said, do you have any... Because he said that he, he had been in the corporate um, world like that, the big co- uh, corporations and stuff. So he goes... He says... Uh, Office space understands corporate culture and shows it for its silliness that it is. And I'm not jumping to conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that part. I really did. I thought that I got that. That was funny. And uh, I th- yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. And but I asked, I, uh, I did ask him after that. I said, which part is the most accurate? And he says the gross inefficiencies for the company. Uh, particularly the sales guy who takes the orders from the engineers and gives yes. them to the customers, but he doesn't actually do it. He has uh, secretaries that do that, and he is and he has people skills. Dang it! Oh gosh, I love that. I love that part. <laughs> yeah, that's another Bob scene that just yes. they all nail it. Well, look, I already told you, 
I deal with the goddamn customers so the engineers don't have to. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand that? What the hell is wrong with you people? No, and I love um, that character. He's probably one of my favorite characters. He, he was great. He hit for every time for me. I don't know. Did he? He reminded me of uh, Anger from Inside Out. Yeah. I don't know why he did. He's like he just reminded me uh, of Anger. It's like Anger trying to be happy. Yeah, it just <laughs> he had a he had a good look. He just running across the field to go tell them for no point. He can't just. I don't understand that part. Like, why was he running across the field to go tell the guys that they were bringing in the bombs? I don't know. Every, so every scene he was in, it was just pure gold. Yeah. I just loved him. He was so good. Um, Jumping yeah. to conclusions. <laughs> He's like, that's he the dumbest idea. <laughs> and then, he gets <laughs> then he actually made the, the game. <laughs> um, but then I also really loved the iconic printer smashing scene. Oh, yeah. That's I thought that was one. pretty on, good. I've, I've wanted to do that to several printers in my, <laughs> in my life. <laughs> hey, look, all I know is watching that, I said, everybody needs a friend like Peter that yeah. will steal <laughs> something when you're in your worst moments. He will make you feel better about yourself. He will steal that printer. He'll make take you out there and let go of some anger. Yeah, so. I did love that. I think that that was probably what stuck out to me the most beyond the whole hypnot hypnotherapy and just getting back at the office and corporation was I loved his friendship with his two friends because he could have easily just taken that upper management position and just been like, peace out. Bye, guys. Have a nice life. Yeah. You know, that could have been the route they took this movie. But no, he stood up for his friends no matter what and helped them stick it to the man, I feel like. Yeah, they were, he was trying to figure out a way to make the, their lives better and not have to work. Not have to worry about working. Mm -hmm. Do the whole Superman 3 thing. Yeah. <laughs> I did get that one. But uh, it's so funny because, like, it's a, it's a good, that's a good, good comedy because... They do something, and then they're actually saying, this isn't a new thing. This has actually been played out in movies. So they're not like it's a new idea. But then just the fact that it doesn't work. I mean, that just it works perfect for comedy. It's just, right. It doesn't work. And the TPS reports. Now, are you going to go ahead and have those TPS reports for us this afternoon? The whole TPS reports. <laughs> and it's so a, exhausting. It's a whole meme, yeah. yeah. With the idea of having several bosses and then just... Just not letting it go. They do their job and just keep saying it. And that's what he says to the bosses. I have eight bosses right now. Or yeah. the bobs. He tells the bobs. I have eight bosses. Uh, yeah, the, the TPS reports are like a whole whole thing on the internet. I like when he comes in and just takes down the, the wall to his yes. office. Then he gets a window. He's like, just drills up, takes out the screws. Yeah. And you never worked in a cubicle before, have you? No, I've never worked I in a cubicle. I have worked in a cubicle. Yeah. Do you feel like doing that sometimes? Just knocking down the walls? Actually, no. I would want to build another wall. Build another wall? <laughs> yeah. Take the door off and just yeah. build around it? Yeah, because I had to share a cubicle. Because like, the way our cubicles were, they weren't they weren't in like a big space like that. So normally I was just sharing a cubicle-ish space with someone else. So okay. we just we would have like an entryway and then it would go side and the right left side, side and right side. Yeah. Oh, okay. So a lot of times I wish I had a wall up so yeah. I could just have my own yeah, space. Enough space. <laughs> I didn't have Maybe enough if space. it was a window on the side, you would. Maybe. Want it. And we did have bigger areas than they had in those cubicles. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I would I would have rather just put another wall up. <laughs> <laughs> Isolate me even more yes. away from people. Yes. You don't have to hear that lady in the 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 side saying payables. Well, she's something about the. Uh, Accounts payable. Hold, please. Yeah. That was so annoying. Hold, please. Hold, please. <laughs> Corporate accounts payable. Nina speaking. Just a moment. 
the I know I used to have a, I used to have a um maybe I won't say that. <laughs> uh oh. You gonna tell on yourself on a podcast? <laughs> Not no. on myself. Oh. Um need to move on or do, no, do it. No. Say it. <laughs> well, I don't know who listens, so I don't We're like say. five listeners. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Okay, we'll move on. Yeah, we'll move on. I'll we'll tell you later. On. Okay, tell me later. I'm writing it down. Uh, so who was your favorite uh, actor or character? I don't really have an actor. I have a, my favorite character. I don't know. I've got to say the Bobs. Like I said, yeah. I'm talk, looking at it, um, like I said, every scene with them were great. The delivery was spot on. The writing was fantastic. Uh, like the, 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 like we talked about the interview with Peter, uh, but the whole fixing the glitch thing. For Milton, oh my paycheck. god, that is hilarious. That like, was we, really funny. I just actually, felt really sad. It's so sad, but he's like, We don't, he said, Uh, what is uh, he goes, We don't actually couldn't find where he actually works here, and turns out we laid him off, they laid him off five years ago. So, and there was an accounting problem, so he's get, been getting a paycheck. So, we fixed a problem, and, <laughs> and they're like, Oh, out. so, so they're like, Oh, so we let him go. No, we're just letting it work itself out. Well, just a second there, Professor. We uh, we fixed the glitch. Oh, oh it God. was uh, no, yeah. They have one of the best lines in the movie, which was, uh, "We find it's always better to fire people on a Friday." Yep. And I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. That is so However, true. However, that's kind of mean to just like fire someone on their on weekend. the way out the door. Yeah, yeah, on the weekend, like just ruin their whole weekend for them. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have a lot more less things that could happen. There's yes. Uh, uh, but the Bobs, the scene with uh, the second time Peter goes and sees him is is my favorite line from the movie, and and I quote this I quote this all the time if somebody sets me up for it. But uh, uh, Bob Porter uh, he goes, looks like you've been missing a lot of work lately, and then Peter goes, I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. <laughs> They do a little chuckle. <laughs> yeah, they all laugh in agreement. <laughs> Looks like you've been missing a lot of work lately. I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. But I always do that when somebody sets me up, they're like, you missed this today. I'm like, I wouldn't say I missed it. <laughs> oh, that's where that's from? I that's where that's you from. I always just say it. that. You, so you hear me say that all the time. I have, but I didn't. That's where that's from. I, didn't, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say I've been missing it, Megan. <laughs> Now I can laugh along with you. I guess. Now you know where it's from. Now you can roll your eyes even harder. Yeah. So. Well, my I had two favorite characters, um, was Milton, and oh, he nails it. And the guy that ends up breaking all of his bones. I forget his name, but um, the other is that his name Bob too? No, that's Tom. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah, the guy that we talked about earlier that just. Yeah, just Tom. gold every time he's in any scene. Yeah, it's just it's like he just like comes in like a hurricane and leaves like a tornado. It's yeah. like <laughs> he does have a presence about him. His his voice and oh, he's yeah. just like he comes in like rah, 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 and then he's like gone and yeah. like his whole the, his interview with the Bobs yes. were so funny and he's like uh, I got that quote right here. He goes, "Well, well, look, I already told you I deal with the uh, gosh darn customers, so the engineers don't have to. I have people skills. I am good at." <laughs> I'm a good. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand that? What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> As he's yelling at them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So his yeah, he's great. 
I yeah, love it. I love that. But yeah, Milton uh, Milton has one of my favorite lines of the whole movie, which was at the very end, actually, when he says, I asked for a Mai Tai, and they brought me a pina colada. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, senor. May I speak to you, please? I asked for a Mai Tai, and they brought me a pina colada. And I said, no salt. No salt for the margarita, but it had salt on it. There's big grains of salt on Los Again, I won't be leaving a tip. Because I could... I could shut this whole resort down. <laughs> he mumbles under his breath the whole yes. time. Yeah, let's talk about Milton for a second. Okay. Because uh, I, did, I did find this, that... Like, this movie was... The way it got started was the director, um, uh, Mike Judge, he... He wrote some shorts, and one short was about Milton. And okay, he was it was he did a couple of different shorts. I think one was on Saturday Night Live. I think it was like an early '90s. Um, and then uh, I found this fact out. He says Milton was actually based on a former coworker of Mike Judge that Mike Judge had worked with during his days as an engineer. One day, Judge went to the co-worker and ask him how he was doing. The co-worker began talking about how he was going to quit his job because he had been forced to move his desk around too many times. <laughs> but I said, I, I don't care if they lay me off either because I told, I told Bill that if they move my desk one more time, then, then, I, then I'm quitting. I'm going to quit. And, and I told Dom too because they've moved my desk four times already this year and I used to be over by the window and I could see the squirrels and they were married but then they switched from the swing line to the Boston stapler but I kept my swing line stapler because it didn't bind up as much and, and I kept the staples for the swing line stapler so of course that's the whole trope throughout the movie is him having to move his desk and then he eventually moves to the basement doesn't that's get his sad. paychecks and no one wants to talk to him nobody takes him serious and Except for Peter, Peter, I didn't, I thought that was funny. Peter, him talking to him on the phone, yeah, and then him just telling him the whole thing, and he's like, uh huh, uh huh, okay, thanks, talk to you later, bye. And he's like mumbling the whole time, yeah, and he just didn't understand. The phone. Apparently, there's like 19 times that in the movie that he alludes to burning down the place. No way. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I I don't know if that's true or not. I think I did catch one of them. He caught it several times talking about. He talked it. about the end. Well, when he was at the beach, he said, "I'll burn down the place." That's yeah. what he said. Yeah, I caught that one. I didn't catch the other one. But I guess that's because he already burned down the place. And then I that right, reminded you can hear me it, of that. The, all the mumbling he's talking yeah. to Lombard and Peter at different times. He talked. Apparently, he he mumbles a lot of that. A lot of that stuff. So yeah. that's funny. Uh, but Milton. Uh, yeah, we already talked about his his glasses and the sta- whole stapler thing. Oh, it's funny. Was the whole deal, and which is which brings me to my uh, best product pra- placement. Oh yeah, we <laughs> was, forgot that in the last episode. <laughs> which one? Which one would we do? Moulin Rouge. I don't think there I don't was think one. There was any. Or Gladiator. There wasn't one in that no. one either. Yeah, I just thought it was funny that uh, Swingline, this the, the brand stapler. Oh yeah. Was and apparently Swingline had discontinued colored staplers a couple years before that and then there was a high demand to bring colored staplers uh particularly red um staplers back so they they brought back colored staplers because of office space milton because of milton yeah then you have the whole case of the mondays gag which yeah Uh uh-oh sounds like somebody's got a case of the mondays that is funny and then lawrence was like he was like no 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 one would say that (laughs) 
Yeah, he said, does anybody ever tell you, do you have the case of the Mondays? He says, no, you get your butt kicked for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, his neighbor, yeah. yeah his neighbor, Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence was great. I think yeah, the, the whole idea of, of hearing through a wall yes, at an apartment listening. is just is hilarious. Yeah, after he says their whole plan to get back at the office. He's like, I didn't hear any of that. Yeah, he's like, me too. I was wearing oath too. <laughs> now, who was your least favorite character? We talked about the best worst acting not worst acting but well maybe that too but the worst character had to be uh the restaurant server i did not like that guy he was really annoying oh yeah i don't know his name i don't um, know and actually her boss oh, <laughs> yeah. is also mike judge but he was, his character was just annoying yeah. but i mean it was it was funny because we've all had those bosses yeah but uh that was also another one of my favorite scenes was when jennifer aniston um flipped out on the boss and, <laughs> yeah um, about the flair yeah, she has a good line, too. She says, I do want to express myself, okay? And I don't need 37 pieces of flair to do it. <laughs> and then she flicks him off. Yes. Like, how many times have we ever wanted to do that and just walk out on it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And she, she had a lot of patience, too. That guy was relentless. And she was super nice. About flair. Talking yeah. about flair. Not but, about her serving abilities or, or being nice or getting the orders right and being fast. It was about her flair. That was all it was. It's so funny because it's some. It's it's just like TGI Fridays. Yes. And so apparently, well, I I was reminded of TGI Fridays yeah. a lot during that, and then I realized that this was based on like after reading up okay. on it, it was based on. So it was right. The, yeah. The TGI Fridays, and apparently we don't have a TGI Fridays here anymore, do we? No, we do not. But apparently, TGI Fridays changed their policy on flair after this movie. <laughs> Wonder why? <laughs> they kept getting flack about it. I do want to talk about how the, some of the things that didn't work. And one thing was, I think the one thing I thought that this movie could have done different that would make, probably would have made it more successful is not being rated R. Cause yeah. I mean, there was, you know, a little bit of cussing in it. And I think most of it came from the music, like well, the rap. I read stuff. in, uh, I read probably the same article that I guess you didn't catch, but they said that um, when the actors caught wind that the producers or the, um, what do you call it? The studios call it? or something? Yeah, the studios were wanting the movie to be rated PG-13. And so when they caught wind of that, they put in the F word as many times as they could. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Really? So they can make it rated R. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. The music was really bad. Yeah. Um, I, they said they were trying to get the rap songs out of that the paper scene or the printer scene, they were trying to take that song out of the movie, but I guess they ended up keeping it in. But yeah, yeah. there were there were a couple of songs talking about the songs. They probably had to change that for TV though. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the N word a couple of times. Yeah, it was F word a lot. <laughs> it was definitely. I definitely would have liked the music to be different. That's not my style, but uh, it fit the, the scene though. <laughs> the uh, the feel like, feels good to be a gangster song. Uh -huh. I think fit pretty good. There's some of them that fit good, but some of them were like overused. But I think if it was, and there was like there was one part that was unnecessary nudity, nudity in it. Yeah, I'm like, I oh, I didn't even realize that was in there because I think I've watched it on TV all the yeah. time. But it was like for a moment, I'm like, well, it was un it was not necessary. No. It could have been PG-13. It would have brought more people to the um, theaters, I'm sure. But you know, I don't know what the for. People, I don't understand the reason to make things rated R just to make it rated R. I never understood yeah. that. Like, if it's for the plot, like, like Gladiator, because of how you know, glory, uh, gory it was and stuff. But you know, that's just my opinion. 
And then I think the marketing poster was terrible. Like, and I think I saw that Mike Judge hated the the poster, the the guy with a bunch of post-it notes on him. Like he hated that. He's like, what is this a a post-it? Yeah, <laughs> post-it or, movie or a uh, office supply yeah. uh, ad or what is this? And that's not even like what their their office did. You know what I mean? Like just, what their office did was with banks and money. So like it wasn't even about like, like what is the most iconic thing noticeable yeah, thing post-its, post-its. so well, like, it would have been even funnier if it was just like a red stapler like at least that would be yeah. something that was in the movie just have somebody <laughs> from the movie i it. mean now like, now the poster is iconic but that's just because of you know yeah. what what that's i what, guess comedy central made it be like, <laughs> that's what we see all the time yeah. and that's that's it but so i did i think ah those things probably hurt 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 the movie and then well the i didn't understand like okay i was looking at it and we did talk about a little bit of plot problems, but it's like, um, okay, so there's missing money in a company, like $300,000 just gone out of one day. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden there's a fire in your apart in the uh, office to burn down the place. You don't think there's going to cause for a larger investigation. You're going to bring the yeah. FBI in Not or suspicious something? at all. Yeah, exactly. Not suspicious at all. So I thought it was funny. Stuff. Any other thoughts you had on it? Other things? There's like, you know, I like, I think there's just several just points through the movie that are just good comedy writing. But it wasn't, it wasn't knock your socks off comedy. It's just relatable to the office workspace. So, I mean, I think that's why I enjoy it because it's just, it's just a simple, simple movie, simple comedy. So anyways, so we'll move on to the his and her ratings. So, I've been looking forward to that. I know you've been. Lo- <laughs> okay, I did know. I did. I did. I knew you weren't going to love this movie. And I, why did you pick it? I don't. That's, well, just because you had, trying to you trying to even out the playing field. Yeah, <laughs> and you did give me Clueless, and that was a cult classic that I didn't really quite understand. This is kind of a cult classic comedy I guess I can see that. that is kind of similar, low budget. Yeah, but you so, already said you wouldn't give it a went, five. I wouldn't give it a five. I would give I Clueless think, a five. I think it's a good. I think it's just a fun movie to watch. But, I mean, Gladiator, I'm not going to compare that to Gladiator. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyways, I digress. Okay, so did we say that we are going to give movies ones? <laughs> sure. Is this a one for you? <laughs> Is it zero the lowest or one? You can give it, <laughs> you can give it a zero star. Uh, I'm going to give it a one and a half. A one and a half? One and a half. Okay. I kind of wish I didn't watch it. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I am glad because I've always was curious because I've heard a lot of people who like it or have just seen it and I've never seen it. So I guess now I can get it. Um, it had some good parts. Um, like I said, the only really good character in the whole movie was the guy who um, ended up getting hit by a truck. <laughs> like that was that was the only good character and he wasn't in most of the movie. So maybe yeah. he should have played Peter. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it was... It was not not for me at all. <laughs> I understand. I didn't expect it to be. Uh, you know, I was trying to. So find you a... set me up to be bored. I no, I, I thought you would appreciate moments. I feel. I thought you'd feel similar how I felt about Clueless. But I mean, I just I knew there was a comedy that you hadn't watched, and maybe I would have surprised me or something. It just wasn't even funny. Like, it just wasn't funny. And I guess I'm not smart. 
to okay. get it. That's okay. And I've even worked in offices. Like I've worked in offices and I've had corporations. And I know this isn't your type of comedy. I do. I do. Yeah. Realize, I do realize that. I mean, it's like it's like my you know the the Monty Python Monty Python yeah Monty, Monty Python. Python the Holy Grail. It's also not my type of movie. No, I can I can appreciate it for what it is, and I guess I can do the same for this. I can appreciate it, and I can say fairness, I watched it. In all fairness, we did try to watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail. We did a couple I weeks ago, and I just I didn't I just I I wish I wouldn't have rewatched it because I I like remembering it better than yeah. watching it. I was like, oh man, this movie does not do it for me no, anymore. Princess Bride is way better. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Or Robin Hood, Men in Tights. <laughs> we brought that one up, too. I was like, is that Robin? No, that's not Robin Hood. Men. Is that Princess Bride? No, no. <laughs> um, well, that, that's okay. I'll take I'll take the star and a half. Well, thanks for being um, a lot nicer than I was. <laughs> but also, you are, you understand. I understand. I don't understand <laughs> you wouldn't give it the comedy. This wasn't a movie for you. I did want to find something that you had never seen before and kind of... Uh, since we're early into our podcasting, so I know I could do do something like that that you've never seen. Well, thanks so. for evening it up for us. Yeah. <laughs> I go from a four and a half with Gladiator to a one and a half at Office Space. <laughs> that was being nice. <laughs> I really wanted to give it a one, but it's okay. That's okay. It won't hurt my, you're not going to hurt my feelings. I'm not going to take it as yeah, personal. Yeah, way to take it as a man, Caleb. <laughs> Taking it as a man. <laughs> okay. We'll move on. Um, I know there's a lot of people that will disagree with you. I'm sure, and that's okay. Yeah. I think they can understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. Because, I mean, it bombed at the box office, so I'm obviously not the only one mm. that feel that way. <laughs> and like you said, I do agree. I do agree that I think it, it gets funnier if you rewatch it, but I just don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to rewatch it. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> okay, so we'll... Um, Actually, this is going to actually be a, a lot shorter than our last one. <laughs> I expected it. It's, it's like well, an it's hour. a short movie. It's a short movie. It's an hour shorter than Gladiator. It's going to be a shorter podcast. That's okay. Not too complicated of a movie. No. No, it's not. Not substance. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, I could probably talk to somebody that appreciated the movie and we could just like really break down the, the comedy and different Oh, yeah. And I'm sure there's it. a lot of meaning behind certain lines and i know i even read like a um an article that how it was um supposed to be relatable to like the military and like satire was like it's supposed to represent how the military is and like i said like, the grossly ineffective uh, i guess uh, yeah, i didn't get that at all yeah. but i i've never the been in the military <laughs> or been around anybody like that yeah the inefficiency of it i think is what a lot of people like you're talking about yeah. military and related. So this probably has a, a lot bigger, deeper meaning than just watching it. <laughs> and I can understand that, but I got you. Okay. So you get to pick the next movie. Yes. And so I'm curious now after making me watch office or making you watch office space, if you're going to torture me or you're going to go no, for it this I'm time. A, I'm going to go out for the big guns. Oh, I got to pull out the big guns. Okay. All right. So and you didn't tell me what we were watching. Just so everybody knows. <laughs> well, we chatted about a couple of them, so it's not going to be not really recently. Fun. I have no, I have no idea what you're going to pick. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, so we're going to watch you've got mail. You've got mail. Yes. And you've oh. never seen it, right? I've never seen it. Never seen it. Um, Who's that? Is that Tom Hanks? It's Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Okay. Yep. It's a 1999 film. Oh, 
99? Yep, 99. I think 98. 98. I think 98. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm looking it up right now so we can see where we can watch it. It's Oh, we you can watch it on Prime and HBO Max. Okay. Or just now Max. Max and Prime. <laughs> Max so. and Prime with, with the subscription. Or you can rent it on Apple and also on Prime. There you go. Good job looking yeah, that up. Yeah, I sure did. Hand. Good job. <laughs> so this has got Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Yep. I love the... I know. That's what I told um, you. I'm pulling out the big guns for this one. And you've got mail, which is... I'm curious. I'm gonna. I'm gonna enjoy this because of the how it's taking it back in technology. Yeah, taking it back to the AOL world, yeah. youngins. This is AOL. <laughs> oh my gosh! I saw somebody. Somebody that has runs a business and has an AOL. And has email. an AOL. Oh yeah. A, at AOL.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those too. Or I, I love. The, I mean, Yahoo's not as weird. I still think that's weird. Yeah, you know, Yahoo and um, MSN, or obviously Gmail, or God, MSN. <laughs> Some of the, I, like my boss has an MSN account, which is, it's, it's kind of, yeah. It's not as bad. Um, yeah, most people have Gmails or their own um, servers, but right. yeah, the AOL, the AOL world. Yeah. It's going to be fun. You've got mail. Yep. Whew, that takes me back. No, I think <laughs> I you're going to like this one. I really think you are. And this is a rom com. Yes, this is a rom com. Yes, it is. Romance yep. comedy. I mean, you can't go wrong with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, in my opinion. I love Tom Hanks. Yeah. Meg Ryan. Let's go for it. I'm yep. looking forward to it. Open mind as always. <laughs> like, I would not pick this movie for us to go sit down and watch. But that's the beauty of our podcast is is uh, we get to watch these things. Yeah. So, I don't want to speak too soon, but I might get my first four. You're Maybe. not expecting a five, though. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it's a five for me. <laughs> I think you need like a, a romance. Act, I doubt you would a ever romance give. action movie is what yeah. we really need to get me to a five. Yeah. I, I doubt you'd ever give a rom-com a five. But I don't know. This is a really cute one. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. All right. We'll wrap it up. We'll make it an early evening for us. Not really, but it's still fun. So anyways, thanks for listening, you guys. Hey, make sure you go on and give us some five-star uh, reviews, write this, write the reviews, everything helps help the podcast out. Tell somebody about the podcast. If yeah. you're enjoying it, if you follow don't, us on socials, yeah. like, and comment on there. We're sharing, um, fun little clips, uh, after we share our podcast. And then we're also going to be sharing some fun reels on Instagram. Yeah. We have some fun stuff planned uh, to, to, uh, advertise and look for our what we're doing so anyways yeah we really really appreciate everybody listening and giving us all the feedback all of our loyal fans all of our loyal listeners and fans we really appreciate you guys yes thank you so much all right y'all take care love you bye bye see you next time